Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Gaceres from Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. Let's uh, let's recap the game: Portugal versus Switzerland. Final score: fantastic win for for uh, for Portugal. It was six-one. Three goals by Ramos, who plays for Benfica, and this striker made headlines. He is the player that replaced Cristiano Ronaldo in the starting lineup. A uh, fantastic game for him. Joao Felix, Bruno Fernandes, uh, Bernardo Silva, they were looking for this one player all game, and in, and they played fantastically well, those three, uh, playing deeper, grabbing the ball in spaces, in pockets, taking on defenders, and finding their main target striker who is in form at the moment now with a hat-trick. The first hat-trick of the World Cup, and essentially... Ronaldo on the bench, he was making Portugal worse. They looked fired up. Uh, the Swiss were not ready for whatever changes uh, Portugal did. The major change, benching Ronaldo, I think their game plan was uh, having Ronaldo there in the starting lineup. They were prepared for that, and they just didn't have that. Um, Portugal was just overmatched, overbearing. Swiss never showed up, and and I think that's what's the final the decision of the coach. Change it up. Things weren't working well in the group stage. They got two early wins, but they still weren't playing well. And it's important to grow in the tournament. And Portugal proved today that they can win without Ronaldo. And that's a plus. Anything is anything is possible when you have a full 11 players fighting for one objective and running together and defending together. And that's important. So Ronaldo not there. No biggie for Portugal. They're able to go through. The coach is seen as the winner of it all, and he and I highly doubt they start him against uh, Morocco. I don't think they will. I think uh, he's found his place on the bench. He'll be coming in in twenty minute in the seventieth minute, and end the story. So let's recap the quarterfinal games that we'll have. We'll have on Friday they start again. Uh, we have ten o'clock in the morning. We have Croatia versus Brazil. I see. Croatia playing well. They have a good midfield, but I think the offensive talents of Brazil might be overbearing for that defense at this point. They haven't faced a, an offensive team like Brazil and, and in good form coming off a good win from Korea, even though Korea was a weaker opponent. But Brazil is, you don't want to give these players confidence and the, they got their confident win and they're playing on the high and they're playing with momentum at the moment. So that's what's important. So Croatia is gonna have a gonna have to win the battle in midfield and gonna have to find a way to get past this tough Brazilian defense as well. Um, then we have Netherlands and Argentina at 2 p.m. on Friday, and Netherlands will have to stop Messi, give not give him space, and then also find ways to make sure that the Argentinian players don't find Messi as well. So we'll see. I mean, they'll play a low block and they'll catch them on the counter, and they'll they'll rely on their one we've won. Uh, Attackers Memphis Sapai and Cody Gakpo against Otamendi and probably Kuto Romero from Tottenham. So we'll see. I mean, it should be should be a good matchup. Should be two different styles. And I don't see the Dutch really trying to possess this game because Argentina may be overbearing and might want to pass it all the way through the whole game, 90 minutes. But um, 
I'm taking Argentina. They have Messi. It's hard to bet against him. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dutch pull off a winner here with the counterattack style and catch the Argentinians sleeping in the back. Um, and then Saturday, we have England and France. And we'll have Morocco versus Portugal. 10 a.m. Mor- uh, Morocco and Portugal. I'm, I'm going to take Portugal. I think they have the huge momentum. And I think they know that they're... They're playing well, and uh, Morocco might be exhausted from this last game. They they gave a huge valiant effort. It might be too much for them at this point. We'll see. I don't. And and also the biggest problem is they don't have. Uh, they lack the finishing edge in front of the box, so that will be a huge problem. And I don't know. And the Spanish players didn't have cutting edge dribbling, and the Portuguese have dribblers. They have Bruno. They have uh, Joe Felix. They play players that cut lines. So. We'll see how far that goes. And then we'll have England and France that day as well at 2 p.m. And I uh, they're, they're calling this the uh, England here. The Kyle Walker stops killing Mbappe. But people are forgetting France has more players to fit, kill you off. They have Olivier Giroud and also Dembele and Anton Griezmann. So it all depends on it's going to be a cagey game. This is two pro, um, conservative managers. But I, I'll take... Uh, you know, I'll take England on this one, actually. I think England's prepped for well. I mean, they're, they're growing in the tournament. They're playing better. They're playing better teams, and, and they're playing a better style. And they're also, they have Gareth Southgate, who is a very conservative manager. Who is isn't going to risk too much? And I think killing Mbappe might be up for a stop here because um, he's a one-man show, but... France need a little bit more than that today. And I don't have confidence in that midfield besides uh, Antoine Griezmann. I can't see him doing that same defensive duty versus what um, England has with Jude Benningham playing um, and Jordan Henderson. There's more experience. Uh, Andre Rabio might drop in form and Chouameni is a young player still. So we'll see. And that defense has a lot of mistakes. So, so does England. But... England uh, have have something. They have players that are confident within their shirt, and France is suffering from injury setbacks, from just disjointed team at this point. With finding Varane not healthy as well, so I mean it's it's going to be up there. I think they will be tested, and also one thing too, I can see. Dembele and Mbappe dropping back and helping their defense. That's a big issue. And I see the French and see the English doing that. They don't have an issue dropping back. They got Saka dropping back. They have they'll have if Sterling plays, he'll drop back. I'm not too sure if he will, but Phil Foden will drop back. I mean, they'll chase it down. They'll they're willing to do the dirty work. So I'm gonna choose England on that. Alright, guys, thank you so much. Um We'll reconvene these two other days, some other podcasts, but please rate and subscribe and follow the podcast. Thank you, guys. Goodbye.